Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. One of us had an extremely embarrassing, about to what, hour and a half-ish at our, our dear friend's wedding on the weekend. It, with the humidity, it was 44. We were all in, yeah. in the struggle bus. Everybody was on oh, board. Yeah. And I became transparent with my top. <laughs> My cotton linen blend, a blend of a shirt. And you both know I'm always cold. I wear hoodies when yep. no one is. And I I was leaking like I was I was in some serious trouble. Like Oh, that is the most I've sweat in my life, <laughs> including any time I've ever been to the gym or a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> I can also agree with that actually. Yeah. And I I think I should try to find I think your nipples were so pronounced and out there. I thought, this is actually a little too risque for my Instagram story. I actually think I demoted you to Snapchat. Really? I'm going to have to go back and see where I posted it. Because there's photos of us uh, trying to get a little <laughs> oh, a grab grab at a those tweak, nips. Yeah. Um, I had dried a bit by that. Yeah, you, radio were too, yeah. yeah you were a little too dry for that group photo that we took. But I have never seen a shirt so see-through in my life. And I've watched The Notebook. I've seen the kissing rain scene. Like <laughs> that's a perfect visual. That's exactly it. Uh, Unless facial hair, but that was yeah. me. That was that was absolutely yeah. me. I could, the amount of people that were at weddings on Saturday that were sweating was insane. Like, and even for me, the marker was when I, chatting with a beautiful Brazilian boyfriend, and I'm like, "Hey, Nato, how hot is it?" He goes, "This is like the hottest," and he goes. I'm sweating. And normally in summer, it's like, I don't really sweat too much here. He was sweating. Oh, yeah. he was soaked, but the color of his shirt was at least a light blue. So by the yeah. time he had uniformly sweat through it, it was just a darker shade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after the ceremony, I'm texting my wife. Thankfully, I brought deodorant and yep. and cologne and an extra shirt, but we had a bit of a lull. So I went off to the bathroom to be like, okay, I got to get like a full visual to see how I look. Oh, you know what? I could sit in the car for about 10 minutes to cool off. I put on the cooled seats and the air conditioner cranked it. It dried. One of our coworkers walked by and I was like, come on, come on. They hopped in and they cooled off because Scotty, was, he was a little shfetty as well. Scotty denied that, by the way. I asked him later. He denied the yeah. sit? Yep, he denied that the sit. That is... I swear on everything. Oh in no, my life. I, I believe you over him. <laughs> oh, what a dirtbag! What a scumbag wow. move! We should call him on that one. <laughs> Wake him up bright and early, uh, and then I, I make a call to my wife, and she's like, "So how would you, like how bad is it, Jeff?" And I said, "Well, I'd send you a picture, but it doesn't." I said, "Oh, you want a visual?" I said, "Let's cut open the top of a milk bag and drop in two Oreo cookies." <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it looked like. I looked like a bag of skim milk I with mean, some Oreo cookies in it. I think the more appropriate visual is pepperonis. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, why did he put a pepperoni shirt on today for the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Never to be forgotten. Such a lovely yeah, time. Great to get together. And for a slice of six hours, seven hours, man, did that feel like old times. And it was, that, it yeah, was beautiful. That's, that's the big takeaway from the whole thing was how nice it was to like meet new people again. Oh, <laughs> Holy I know. Damn, was it great? I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is still really funny just based on the conversation on the show that we had on Friday and today. Like, who knew that you were the one that needed the nipple tape the most? <laughs> yeah. I won the shirt game. You really yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, Benny, Benny did. did. He went with the pattern instead of, well, not a floral pattern, a proper There pattern. were flowers on it. <laughs> and some bugs. Anyway, I was waiting until you were back today to share the photo. I'll share it on our Instagram page. Uh -oh. so if you, 
No, Jeff's nipples are not visible in this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I we do. will not get banned. If our account gets banned, we will be in so There's much no trouble. sensitive warning. This is not going to be available yeah. on OnlyFans. It's <laughs> are you sure? It's allowed again. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. The government made an announcement, and regardless of who your party is or who represents you, everybody went... Great call. Well done. That's really smart of you. So they've opened up uh, after reviewing the numbers going, oh, wow, this backlog with driver's tests, it's crazy. So the good news is they're giving you more opportunity to fail your first test. They really Yay! are. Oh, I, think I know. Places Hooray. other than Clinton, Ontario, <laughs> That's you mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. So they've announced there's three additional temporary road centers that are going to open in Markham, Burlington, and East Gwillimbury. But that's on top of uh, the, the ones that we got into about Niagara region. Um, Guelph being the one kind of that will help all of us in, uh, in this. Now, this is still with the regular drive test centers. Another 251 new driver's instructors. Now, I'm going, where do you quickly get driver's instructors? Instructors. Like, eh. See, I, and now to me, are they are they softening things up a bit? It'd be like, hey, read this pamphlet. If you've got a valid G license, you too can be a drive test instructor. <laughs> Clean record, that's all you need. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, instructor, you're just doing the test. You're not actually teaching anybody. Sorry, examiner. I'm yeah. The examiner. So oh, that's right. what I mean. So that being said, technically, we all should be able to be drive test examiners because we all should know how oh, to do yeah. that properly. Now, silly Jeff, I did not even go over to Ontario.ca to see if there are temporary positions oh. with the government. Oh, my gosh. Imagine the... We could see see if we can apply as a thruple oh. and then just roast whoever's taking their test. <laughs> Hidden camera show in like, the car. We won't actually roast them. We'll just say, like, if you're in the drive test seat with us, we're just going to go, when you make your left turn, I'm just going to go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how I would do it. Just take your pen just and make some notes. Long sigh yeah. and start jotting on. <sighs> <laughs> okay then Or say nothing And we'll just all look at each other You'll feel the shame through that look I'm gonna hide in the trunk <laughs> um, Do you have a body? Yeah. <laughs> the great news is These are opening quick So the ones they're picking up in Markham and Burlington Now again Knowing this is a bit of a drive But if you've had someone in your household Waiting forever in a day You don't care where you gotta go You want that freedom You're done riding a bike to see your friends You wanna drive yourself a car <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're going to run these seven days a week, 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. The goal is to put through thousands, as in like two to 3,000 a day across a day. those temp. They are into a few hundred thousand backlogs right now. I was I stopped uh, at a drive test, like South London right now, yeah. near the 401. The lineup was yep. ridiculous. Yep. Oh, it was huge. And- so the Guelph and Oshawa ones, or what they, we announced in, in August, and they yeah. said there's yeah. likely more based on the demand. So there'll be potentially one actually in Waterloo Region and potentially another one in London and area yeah. to assist just to get this through. Because as you know, with bad weather, some people pull back on those appointments because they don't want to have you know Mother Nature work against them mm-hmm. when they're going mm-hmm. for their first road test. But this is all tremendous news. Drivetest.ca to uh, get your name in again to... I mean, not that you're going to fail the first one, but the odds are pretty high. You might. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Social media has made it tougher at times to be a parent as there's some societal pressures of, oh, look what I whipped up for my kid's lunch. It's like, whoa, that looks like you just went for dinner at a French restaurant. If I say a few items, this to me sounds like what's in a typical school lunch. Maybe a sandwich or a wrap, some applesauce. 
a clementine, some sliced cucumbers. Maybe your kids like hummus to go with it in a granola bar. That that's that's a lunch. And if you if you want to have a little fun with your kid, okay, maybe a couple times a week he'll toss in a Joe Louie or something like that, or an care. Yeah, lunchable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, my ten year old presented me the first thing when I walked in the door. By the way, hey dad, um, here's some menu options for school lunch. What? Because it. Just based on schedules, the trade-off is I often will make the school lunch at night because my wife handles everything in the mornings. This is to do literate-list lunches, right? Yep, 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 because all the garbage does come back with you, so we have an assortment of the containers. She's just helping. So, the list reads as follows. Um, Spaghetti burritos. (laughs) Barbecued hot dog once a week in a thermos, please, with a bun in a hard shell container. (laughs) Wow. A uh, steamed dog. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> oh, you sure you don't want a steamed hot dog? I'll, uh, I'll I'll drive to Montreal and get some at the the Molson Center. <laughs> Greek yogurt with frozen blueberries and a splash of maple syrup. I mean, that I can't deny. As oh, it just has a single tear down <laughs> yeah. his cheek. That's yeah. my girl. Uh, or a fruit and yogurt smoothie. I pause, going, how how am I going to keep this cold? Do you want me to buy a mini fridge for your desk and a generator? Is that how this is going to work, honey? I think it has to share the the thermos with the hot dog in there. You're going to have to eat the hot dog for breakfast and yeah. then cool the thermos. Uh, yeah, the I don't know. Smoothie. I don't know. And not done, by the way, because with, with COVID, too, they have a few more snack options in there. So she's all for raisin bread with uh, cream cheese. She's that's a, she's always like that since right. she was little. So yeah. that's not that Solid. far. Yeah. Um, tortilla pinwheel with cream cheese and jam. Delicious, but also... I'm yeah. like, oh, you're going to a wedding shower, are you? Yeah. <laughs> get some ham in there. Yeah, so she's so, have a little glass of grape juice to get her started in the wine. <laughs> 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 mm, this is 2018. This is the sweetness in this cream cheese. And lastly... I mean, also after my heart, she's like, Dad, a homemade pizza, like once a week would be would be pretty cool. But <laughs> No could, kidding, it'd be cool once a week. <laughs> could you do the, the three cheese thing you do when you make homemade pizza? Wow. This was, these were, these weren't suggestions. These, in her words, these are options, Dad. So basically go down this list as you build up my lunch every night for the following day. Ah, uh, wow. Okay, so... I have to say, when you first told me this, I thought I actually have already taken a video of you telling me about this on Instagram. And yeah. it's like reason number 5,023 why I would <laughs> never want kids. <laughs> However, she did win me over at Spaghetti Burrito. That is really innovative. And I don't even like spaghetti, but I mean, you're managing to eat, uh, I imagine, one of the few f- foods she'd actually eat with no forks, no mess. It's all just in a burrito. No mess? Are we sure that a spaghetti burrito? Would well, be I feel like maybe you could use some one of the noodles to like uh, sew it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a little football. The, full the, of the trouble too is, and as you've learned again, when you become a parent, is oh, kids zero to ten, they're always sticky. They just come home from school and everything is sticky on mm-hmm. your kid. None of these items are going to work well. They're it, they're just not. So. I, we can only have our own flashbacks to our childhood. Like I probably had a hand, ham sandwich twice a week, minimum. Minimum I had a ham sandwich. And my parents owned a restaurant, so you would think I would have gotten some variety. It never was. It just didn't exist. Well, no, you can't get you too used to nice things, then you're going to expect them. I know, and 
what I said, what happened to the days of trading things? Did you guys never trade things in your lunches? Oh, with I traded things all the time. I had a uh, one of my best friends growing up. Always had those two bite, not like the brownies with the Ooh. rainbow chips. Oh yeah, always had them. Trade off for Dunkaroos any day, any See, day. I, is that currency gone? I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like there maybe is though, because with especially with allergies nowadays and how cautious you need yep. to be. I bet you trading has been, mm-mm. unless you're doing something illegal behind the tree in the playground. Oh, you know there's a black market for Joe Louis. <laughs> Someone is oh, meeting yeah. you behind the portable to have an exchange for recess at 115 or whatever. <laughs> Sounds like it's time for someone to start making their own lunches. That was my next thought, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Bye, station. Virgin Radio. And I was given a, a list of menu options for my 10-year-old. Apparently, she and her friends, have uh, had, they had a conversation with their parents because all of her friends, were they're do, they were doing the same, giving mom and dad a list, parents a list of here's, here's what we want back to school. And uh, in some of the oddities that popped up, a, a spaghetti burrito, which we have never made. So I feel like that was an outside influence from a friend. It does sound delicious, but yeah, messy for school. Very innovative. I've yeah. done that with like chicken dinner before too. You put mashed potatoes and peas oh, yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Put anything in a wrap, you're good to And go. I know it's different, but kids still have, depending on the school and school board, they have the hot lunch, right? Whether it's every second Friday. It's, yeah. Oh, we ne- we didn't have anything that would come from outside. Like some ki- some schools, it's like one uh, Friday, it's sub sandwiches. The next one, it's it's burgers from a big burger joint. We had volunteer parents come in to boil the hot dogs in, in the kitchen. Yep. So it was, was pop and chip day, they called it. So you'd get a hot dog. And for 50 cents you or a dollar, you'd get a bag of chips or a pop. And that was like, that was fun. That was over the top. My child... She would like a barbecued hot dog once a week in a thermos, plus a bun in a hard shell container. I, I did follow. Oh, would you like regular Wonder Bun, or do you want a brioche? Like, Some Dijon mustard, <laughs> perhaps? <laughs> like, what are you sitting in a luxury box at Yankee Stadium? <laughs> Who are you? As we uh, reflect back to, uh, to our own uh, time in, in lunches, and aware, yes, trading is kind of, as Laura acknowledged, gone the way of the dodo bird, just with the, the allergies and, yeah. and how that world operates. <laughs> Someone texted, my mother-in-law would give my husband rice cakes with sliced hot dogs and mustard. He oh, hate- gosh. That sounds like punishment. If she you couldn't spring for pepperoni. I eh? know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a chicken noodle soup almost uh, twice a week for years on end. But if, if, I mean, if you're, I have never had a thermos that hasn't leaked in a school bag. Oh, never. yeah. Never. Sure. Or cracked eventually. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've ever done thermoses. And like me as a kid, like my most of my diet up until mid high school was just chocolate milk. <laughs> Hence why really? I had really bad acne. But like fills <laughs> <laughs> you up, does the trick. Oh. I, I, I I do miss it. Like I because my parents, my dad would heat my mom in a restaurant, she'd make home she'd make homemade bread. So I always had it was a sandwich of some sort. Same. It was either roast beef or it was ham. I didn't mind. But my dad would make it to to his liking, not necessarily to mine. He put on all these extra condiments. Like, I don't like half this stuff. I Butter yeah. and mayonnaise is fine, but he put everything on it. Thinking, I, I got a sandwich every day for 12 years or however long it was. And it was, I never knew it was going to be in it. Some days it was great, like a roast beef sandwich, yeah. a great ham sandwich. Sometimes it was literally like a slice of craft single 
with some butter and then there you go <laughs> must really cheesed off my dad vegetarian at some point. today <laughs> did either one of you ever get uh, match this text where we always said sandwiches but their parents would app them uh, or like they'd level them up by opening them up and putting like potato chips in the sandwich to add that's some good crunch move. no that's a good move. mine I would always feel special if my salami and butter sandwich had a ketchup smiley face on the meat <laughs> I'd check for that I'll still crush one of those uh, to really? this day yes oh, me too 100% especially on that special day in April they'd it's really good. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. School lunches. Have you been practicing getting set for next week? Got handed a list from my 10-year-old. Menu options, Dad, not suggestions. So we've we've had a little fun with that. And yes, clearly with allergies and Laura acknowledging that, yeah, the whole the trading days for the most part are gone. But yeah. very th- illegal. But you know what? That just creates a market. There is definitely a black market at recess. There are some hallway handoffs. There's some bathroom handoffs on certain oh, snacks. Oh, bathroom handoffs. They're kids. Little that's, kids are gross. Just, that's definitely not COVID friendly either. That's no. going to be a whole other layer. Under a certain age, the whole school is a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thinking back to my my years of having school lunches, I... I went, oh, the one thing that I could always take to school, and it could essentially, it was like the golden ticket. It could get you anything in return. When I would bring in fudge. Oh. oh. Wow, fu- that's it. Fudge got anything. If you wanted wow. chips from someone, you traded fudge. If you want, oh, you got a full can of Coca-Cola? Fudge. Yeah, because I don't I don't recall ever. Do you recall ever seeing anyone in your class bring in fudge? The closest thing I got were those little Debbie uh, cosmic brownies. Yep. So yeah, close. that's what so I always treated yeah. my Dunkaroos yeah. for. There you go. Yeah. So good. But my dad so my dad had a restaurant I've acknowledged a couple of times, and he there were a couple of uh of Amish families who would bring in goods and they had this whole they had a variety of fudge. And slabs of fudge. Oh yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. I'd be like, Hey, do you want maple fudge some more? You want double chocolate fudge? What are you feeling? I'll hook you up. <laughs> oh man. Okay, well that's you know what? That's fair. That's power move. And you it, could have used that to elevate your life. You could have been a mafia oh leader yeah. by now if you I, wanted to. I did offer to my grade seven teacher, and I'm fairly certain that's how I ended up with a B in science class because I didn't earn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good to know. So, uh, Mr. McKechnie likes himself a little fun from time to time. <laughs> uh, school lunches, they're all over the place. And, and some say, well, with your daughter and all these requests, why don't you make lunch with her? It'll be a bonding time. I love my kids. We go swimming. We do fun stuff. The last thing I, I want to do is make lunch a triple time activity. 40 minutes of making a school lunch. There is no pleasure in that for me. I'd rather go to the movies yeah, with Yeah, I feel for parents, too, because you see the, like, remember when those old tasty videos used to pop up on Facebook? And it was oh, yeah. be like, okay, first you're going to make a sandwich, and it's going to have all this stuff on it, and then you're going to cut it into little hearts. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, And then you're going to make yeah. a bento box, and it's going to oh, be shaped yeah. like a kitty. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a calligraphy pen and ink, and then yeah. you make yeah. a handwritten love letter every day yeah. <laughs> no thank you trying you try your best it's 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 a little over the top hey, no, like notes from mom still slap though if she put one on my lunch right now i'd be like oh my gosh thanks oh, so yeah. much <laughs> sure. yeah. i mean nothing wrong with some thursdays after a tough week guess what kiddo you're having some chef boy rd and uh, today it's ravioli you enjoy mm-hmm. <laughs> a text true. that landed said i taught my kids to trade up their lunches see that is a smart parents that currency still exists. You just got to be a little more stealth about it. Yeah, no, that's great. Start your negotiating skills young. Yeah. It'll make you a great business person in the future. There is a classroom education at school, and then there's yeah. a hallway education at school, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the problem with trading up your lunches is we got another text from a certain sandwich. How? What do you trade this for? 
a margarine and brown sugar sandwich on white bread. Oh, toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. This is interesting, and I feel like you're going to see Pink maybe have a little bit more discourse with this influencer. Her name is Piper Raquel. I've never heard of her, but maybe your kids follow her. Pink claims that she's 13 years old. She's actually 14. But uh, she is an influencer who, at a very young age, is posting a lot of bikini photos online. And Pink thinks they're over-sexualized. So she called her out and said, how many kids like Piper Raquel are being exploited by their parents? And at what point did the rest of us say, this isn't okay for a 13-year-old to be posing in a bikini while her mother takes the photo? So tweet, or tweet, Pink tweeted that out. But Piper Raquel has actually already responded herself saying, well, I'm just a 13-year-old taking pictures by the pool. I don't see, like, I'm not trying to be this way, so why are you seeing it this way? And then she also says, Pink, you were just starting your career at the same age as me. Why don't you let me do what I want to do to start my career? But Pink Pink just had, like, pink hair and spiky hair and was sassy. She wasn't super sexualized. I, it's a weird conversation, but I feel like it's one a lot of parents are going to be having with their kids as they grow up in this influencer yeah. world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of, well, you shouldn't be sexualizing kids that young. They're just hanging out. Like, it's totally... I had a bikini when I was 14 years old. However, there's also the nature of the pose... Like, I don't know. I don't actually have the answer. I don't. That's why I'm glad Pink asked it. And I'm glad she responded. And maybe they'll do, like... Piper's a YouTuber, so maybe they'll have a little YouTube chat. I yeah. don't I don't really know. But that's the problem is that I do know parents that are doing that. They're just like, ah, yes, yeah, start them start young and I'll get that YouTube money. I wonder if it's the mom approach of, honey, you can do what you want, but you got to build a value to yourself. You've got to build these standards because the world will not. So you've got to build up some tough skin and, and be who you are. And-, and But that's kind of what Piper said. She said, if you actually watch my YouTube videos, it's just me and my friends goofing off. We're just having fun in our pool. You're taking this out of context. Right. So, interesting. Pink, the ball's in your court. If there is a celebrity parallel of Jeff Kelly here on Earth, I am convinced it's Van Jones. (laughs) Oh, no. Why? Well, part of this is because Kim Kardashian was talking about how there was rumors about her and Van Jones dating. And she said Van texted me and was like, here's Jeff Kelly part one. This rumor has gotten me so many dates, and I'm so grateful. So I owe you. 100% something Jeff Kelly would say. (laughs) Whatever. However. Whatever. No, no, no. There's a part two that is the most Jeff Kelly thing. I instantly thought, oh my gosh. So Van Jones was talking to Page Six about these rumors really recently. And he said, you know what? It was flattering for me, but it probably wasn't flattering for her. It's another that. Jeff Kelly. That is 100% something Jeff Kelly would say. Yeah, uh-huh. Solely based on what some of the comments you just repeated at the wedding that we were at when people yeah. made slight compliments at you and you're instantly feeling like, nah, they're my eye bags. I was born with them. Like, 100%. Anyway, just needed to get that out. I'm going to call you Van Jones Kelly now. Amazing. Van Kelly. Van Kelly. Van Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, So great. Now, this is interesting. There's a new commercial out on the market. You might see it. Uh, You might notice Ben Affleck there hanging out with J-Lo's mom for a gambling app. Come on, Lupe. You can do this, girl. Just like the slots in St. Louis. St. Louis. 
uh, that is in this ad. JLo's mom is playing two slots at once. Obviously, you got to name them so they treat you right. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> I, uh, even if you don't know much about either one of them, you know both of them have had little burps or hiccups surrounding gambling and going yes. a little too far one night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's why, so off air we were talking about this, and I'm starting to think more and more, maybe J-Lo is the perfect person for both of them because right. she may have experience in that category of just being like, okay, I'm going to drop you off here at quarter to one, but I'm going to pick you up at quarter after two. You yeah. get 30 minutes. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's possible. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe she gives them a spending card and just loads it up for them, too, so they yeah, can't when, go too mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Here's your digital allowance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> otherwise, it just seems so ironic. But, I mean, if you're if you're into that stuff, I guess that app probably is the perfect choice. Yeah. It's the perfect basis for that kind of <sighs> hobby. So there you go. Uh, the manliest man movie ever is getting a fourth edition. It has been announced that The Expendables 4 is officially going forward. So this time around, Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, uh, Randy Couture, they're returning. No word on like Mel Gibson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Harrison Ford and all that. But new additions to The Expendables for 50 Cent and Megan Fox. And then I make it extra manly. But he says it's, it's, he's an interesting choice, I think. You got at it. Well, you know he's going to promote the movie so well. That's true. Yeah. That could be exactly what it is. He's going to be like, I yeah. hate Oprah Winfrey. Ha ha. Hashtag The Expendables 4. <laughs> That's what he does for everything. He just trolls people and hashtags what he's selling. I want The Expendables 4 as bad as I want Taken 5 with Liam Neeson. <laughs> See, based oh, on, I always think, based on the age of the stars, I always think it'd be great to do a parody commercial with The Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Pfizer's got to get on that. <laughs> Dependables. <laughs> With Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Welcome to Beat Backstage Ben. On the line, we have Sam. So she's kind of whispering because she's at work. Oh, I'm outside now. Oh, you're outside. Okay. okay, (laughs) At work in Waterloo. uh, We have uh, a real smart one on our hands, an electrical uh, design person. And so you design what? You design, you were saying, long-term care homes and what else? Uh, Schools. And then I do residential buildings as well. So we do all like think architectural but like all the electrical systems inside and then mix that in with the big disney fan huh yes oh Huge good disney. i love this <laughs> oh good excellent so we have uh we have some fun stuff if you happen to be backstage ben so oh well regardless we're going to set you up at minimum a 25 dollars gift card to mcdonald's so when we're all done this win or lose or tie don't go anywhere try the new spicy awesome. nugs yes. that's exactly Ooh. what i'm going to use today <laughs> Okay, so we're uh, kicking Benny out of the room. For anybody brand new to it, it's a trivia game. We love to play at about 8.40. Benny has uh, a current record of 211 wins, only 76 ties, and 26 losses. Let's see how Sam plays that. We're going to turn it over to our question master, Laura Geddes. And the door is closed. Yeah, okay. We can actually see backstage Ben outside our little new studio Mm -hmm. windows, too, so it's funny to watch him sweat. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Sam, are you ready to beat backstage Ben? I'm so ready. Let's do this. Okay, let's do this the Disney way. First question. In Disney's The Jungle Book, what is King Louis' greatest desire? To be a boy like, or like, to become a human. (laughs) I was trying to do the song. To be. To obtain fire was the answer I was looking for. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, fuck, the song's like, excuse me. (laughs) 
Okay, so that uh, that's an X on Wait, that one. Hang on, hang on. Uh, well, I was going to put Mariah Carey on, but I don't uh, have her in my buttons that are available. Like, uh, next time you want to say that word, just sing Christmas. Okay. Like Mariah Carey normally would. Okay, well, second question. You said it, we didn't. We won't get in trouble. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> what are the names of Cinderella's stepsisters? Oh, Drizella and... Oh my god, I'm blanking on. Is it a song? What can you put through your head to come uh, up with that? There, I don't think there is a song. Well, you got it half right. I just need the other name. And is it like Priscilla or something? <sighs> Anastasia is what I was looking oh, for. Oh, damn. Okay. You were so close. Okay. Well, here you go. Third and final question. All you need is a little faith, trust, and what else? Pixie dust. <laughs> There yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. I got one. Hey, Benny, the last game he played and won was only with a single point. So proving it is possible. Yeah. And don't forget, a tie is still a win for us. Yeah. And, and you've got a prize sitting on the sidelines waiting for you. Okay. So we'll bring Benny back in. Benny! Oh, he's out having convo. Can he even hear oh. us? Yeah. <laughs> he's shooting the breeze. It's a skeletal staff, but there's still the odd uh, body around. All right. Benny's making his way back into the game. And Sam ended up scoring a single point. Ooh. On Beat Backstage, Ben. And uh, she was the first one to drop the F word live on the radio. What? <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not to worry. As long as she says it and we don't, we're okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's true. Uh, okay, back to Laura. Let's see how this plays. <laughs> okay, well, Sam, would you like to uh, save for radio trash talk Benny before he uh, takes the floor? I'm just going to hold off on that. <laughs> I had my finger on the beat button. Just in case. Yeah. Do we have a beat button in this studio? No. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> well, all right. First question. In Disney's The Jungle Book, what is King Louis' greatest desire? Uh, fire. That's correct. Okay. There's, so we now have a one-way tie. Okay. A single point each. Okay. Next question. What are the names of Cinderella's stepsisters? Oh, they're <laughs> terrible names, too. Courtney and... <laughs> Kim. <laughs> um, oh. I can't think of them. They're long and they're like old school names, aren't they? Anastasia and Drizella. Drizella was the one that I was thinking of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure that's a real name. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds delicious, though. Yeah. <laughs> it becomes one once you become a Disney character. Yeah. <laughs> okay, third and final question. All you need is a little faith, trust, and what else? Magic. <laughs> Pixie dust. Oh, oh, man. Hey, Sam, good news. Oh, damn. That's a tie. You tied it, Sam. You did it. I thought he totally was going to get that last one. Boom. That is tie. Good one. 77 now with Beat Backstage. Ben, yeah, celebrate it like a victory. You still have a prize. You got, you're going to get some spicy nugs. There you have it. (laughs) Spicy nugs for spicy Sam. Apparently, yeah. yeah. (laughs)